You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. we're going to talk about the great transfer. And uh, the Lord's had me reading in Deuteronomy and Matthew simultaneously, and we're going to read a little out of both this morning. But we're going to talk about the great transfer. And of course, you know, just today is Resurrection Day. There is a great transfer from death to life. There's a great transfer from uh, Jesus crucified to Jesus resurrected and the benefits we receive from that. But uh, part of the thing we're going to talk about is when there's a transfer season of responsibility, a transfer season of assignments, of finances, of power. You know, sometimes there's just specific time periods where there's suddenly a shift in everything. And that's a little bit, that's what we're going to talk about. You know, just the resurrection of Christ. That was a shift in everything where what was, was no longer because what was to come was fulfilled. So we're going to uh, look at that a little bit. You know, God prepares a way for us. He preps us for this type of transfer. He preps us for really crossing over. I talked about that a little bit on Friday night at the service, but Sometimes when we're preparing for crossing over, there is a time of puzzlement. You know, we know that we're in this place, but we're not sure that it's the place we're supposed to stay or that that we're in this place, but it's feeling like we're not going to be there much longer. So God calls us and prepares us to to shift to the next even though we don't even understand what the next is. We just don't understand it. And sometimes when we do that, we have to invite others to go through it with us. We need their help. We need their encouragement. We need their prayer. We need their impartation. Uh, Sometimes we need to rise up out of our comfort so we can step into what's uncomfortable for us. We talked about moving into unfamiliar territory last week. And sometimes there just has to be an awakening in us, a revelation of what is coming up. Uh, Over the past few months, God likes to give me visions and pictures of things uh, because that's the way I understand a lot is is these, I get these pictures. Well, for the last few months, I've had this picture of this uh, sky pontoon. Everybody knows what a pontoon is? You know, they're not, it's a boat. They don't speed along. They just kind of cruise along. And it was circular and he's in this pontoon and it's all white and has white tucked leather seating all in it. And then every so often a, uh, a steering wheel would pop up and he would start taking the pontoon tune in different places to show me different things. I know that may sound strange to some of you, but like I said, I'm such a visual person. He, he has to give me pictures sometime to understand. But it was when you're in a pontoon, it's slow moving, it's relaxing, it's resting. He was teaching me things in that in this this last few months of uh, just kind of expanding my understanding of things. 
Uh, there was no like uh, assignment to go on. It was just spending time with him. Well, last week, my pontoon switched to a rocket. I'm like, that's a big shift. I'm filing my nails and enjoying my water. And, you know, all of a sudden he is on the front of the rocket. I'm on the back holding on for dear life. And what he was showing me was it's time to accelerate. And this is for us as the body. It's time for the body to accelerate. And when you go on a rocket, it was just like an old timey rocket that just zoom. When you go on a rocket, it's fast moving. It's, it's getting you to where you're supposed to be the next place in a very quick clip. So he's showing me that um, it's time to move quickly. And what he said was because there is prophetic promises that have been made that have not been fulfilled, that it's time to get fulfilled. So I want you to receive that word that there's prophetic promises that you have been holding on to, that you've been securing in your heart, that you've even gotten tired of waiting on you. And you've even set them on the shelf for a little bit because you're like, yeah, I, I hear your prophetic word over me, Lord, but I'm tired of looking for it. I'm tired of waiting on it. So I'm just going to sit on the shelf for a little bit. Try not to think about it anymore. But he said, it's time to get them out, to dust them off and get ready for this great transfer into this open prophetic realm that he has for us. So we're going to start in Deuteronomy and we're going to read a couple of scriptures out of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 30, I believe is where we're going to go first. Um, and we're just going to spend a little time in talking about Moses and talking about Jesus and the great transfer there. So Deuteronomy 30, starting in verse 5. It says, then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed and you shall possess it. So I want you to say, I will possess it. He will prosper you and you shall uh, and multiply you more than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul that you may live. So this is a transfer. What he's saying here is he's going to move you in abundance beyond your forefathers. He's going to move you past in the promises that he's made through your generations into this next transfer. That you can expect more. That you can expect to multiply. You can expect to prosper. You can expect to have, he says, I'm going to circumcise your heart to love him with all your heart, with all your soul that you may live. You can expect a greater love for the Lord than you've ever had before. As you pursue him, as you, as you believe him, as you step into this season, you can expect more, more love, more expansion, more prosperity. You can expect your descendants to, to rise up in a whole different arena than they've, than they've been in before. So this is a season of expectations being fulfilled. So what you've been expecting, I want you to open your eyes. Say, God, open my eyes not only in the natural, but in the spiritual, to see the move of your fulfillment in my prophetic promises and expectation. 
Because if we don't look and we don't expect, then we will miss and not see what the Lord is doing. Yes. It's true. I'm telling you, it's true. We all know it. How many times if something happened, you'll be like a month later, two months later, even a year later. You know, that was the Lord and I didn't even know it. I did not recognize his move. I mean, I have done that. And uh, I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord. Maybe you can start knocking me on my hard head. Uh, verse 7, it says, Also the Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemy and those who hate you and who persecuted you. You know, have you ever seen a bo uh, boomerang, you know, where you throw and it comes back? Well, whatever the enemy's thrown at, it's coming, it's coming back on him. You don't have to worry about it because God is setting it up and he is defending you and he is putting back on the enemy what he tried to put on you. And you will again obey the voice of the Lord and do all his commandments, which I have commanded today. The Lord, your God, will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. I mean, that is a powerful word. Just if you, you know, who was talking about looking in the mirror and saying the name of Jesus? If you will to start declaring this word, if you will just read this word over you, these couple of verses every single day, you will see the goodness of the Lord over the work of your hand. You'll see the goodness of the Lord over your descendants. You will see a shift in your finances because you are declaring and agreeing what God has already spoken over you. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Uh, verse 10, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in the book of the law, and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. So he's saying, just give me your all because I'm giving you my all. And this is the part that I, I wanted to spend a few minutes on. Verse 11, it says, for this commandment, which I've commanded you today, it is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. We don't have to say, I don't understand because God says we do understand because he says it's not too mysterious. It's not too far off from you. It is not in the heaven that you should say who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it because we know that Jesus has ascended to heavenly places. We know that we are seated, seated in heavenly places, hidden in Christ. So we don't need anyone to go get it for us because we already have it inside of us. And we have the word that is alive that we can read out loud over us. So it's not too hard. It's not too mysterious. Doesn't mean there are things we don't understand. Yes, that we, there are things we don't understand, but we do understand that we can love the Lord with all of our heart. We do understand that we can follow him in all of his ways. We understand that. We understand that. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say who will go over to the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it. But the word is near you. In your mouth, in your heart, that you may do it. The living word lives in us. 
The spirit of the living God lives in us. And this was before Yeshua. This was before the resurrection. And God said that it's there for you. So even this greater understanding and revelation and manifestation of God in us makes it easy for us to love him with all of our heart, to live out of his word, to prosper in all that we do, to expand our descendants and our children's children. This, I mean, the power within us enables us to do all that God has promised us and to walk into this greater transfer of prophetic Fulfillment right now. Yes. Yes, I want somebody to get excited with me. Because I've got things on my list. And in fact, while, while God was telling me all this about this rocket ship and stuff, he said, go back and read your prophetic words. I keep them all written down. I have pages and pages in my electronic journal. Of, and I started reading them all out loud. And there were ones that I had forgotten about. And I was like, oh, yes. And there were ones that usually what I do is I, when they get fulfilled, I'll write a date bomb and write what happened. Well, and if it was partially fulfilled, then I'll write what happened there. And there were things that I'm like, I need to go back and record that you've already fulfilled this. And we're going into the next portion of this journey that you've given us. Uh, I'm flying out to Houston on Tuesday. Uh, to do a TV show, a TV recording, and they and we're going to work out me doing a TV show out there. And, uh, you know, that's something. Thank you. Well, you know what's so funny is that's something that were, was prophesied over me for years, and I was like, huh. I mean, that would be fun, and, you know, it's all great and all that kind of stuff, but the, the actuality of it, you know, you're thinking, that would be great, but, you know, I don't know, but I know that God knows and the timing is perfect. Now, it'd been nice to do it when I was 30, maybe, but apparently, you know, <laughs> it's my time. So just think about what God, what's been spoken over you and just ask God to remind you what's been fulfilled. What has he done? What does, what is he on that has momentum on it? That's going to move you into the fullness of the manifestation that he has for you. Uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm telling you, this is a good season for us. And I know we can look at the darkness out there, but in here, there's a light. Jesus is the light. He lives in all of us and he's going to fulfill what he's going to do because that's what his promise is to us. So Deuteronomy 32, uh, 45, we're just going to read a little bit more out of Deuteronomy. Um, and this is when Moses is uh, basically imparting into Joshua because Moses is not going to be able to take them into the promised land. And, and when the shift change Joshua was invited to rise up and receive the new assignment. And I just want to read this part because I feel like it's so important to us. Uh, it, what did I say? Verse 44. Yes. It says, so Moses came with Joshua to the, uh, the son of Nun and spoke all these words of the song, which was previously, you can read, in the hearing of the people. Moses finished speaking all these words to Israel. And he said to them, set your hearts on all the words which I testify among you today, which you shall command your children to be careful to observe. All the words of this law, for it is not a futile thing for you, because it is your life, and by this word you shall prolong your days in the land 
which you cross over the Jordan to possess. The word will prolong your days and advance the generations as you cross over. So know that in this season of crossing over, there is a prolonging of your life. And we talked about that before, about living a long life and having a vision for this long life God's given you. How many went home and did a vision for the next 30, 40, 50, 60 years? Few people, come on. <laughs> Am I going to have to start doing homework assignments that you have to turn in the next Sunday? Okay, we won't go there. We won't go there. But really, when you think about it, we got to have a vision for what's the fulfillment of promise that God is doing right now. Because when that's fulfilled, you know that more is coming. There's more responsibility. There's more enlargement. There's more advancement. There's more for you to pour out to your children and your children's children. There's more. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, um, okay, let's go over to Luke 24. And we're going to start in verse 1, but uh, there was one other scripture I wanted to read. Let's see if I can put my finger on it right now. I can't find that other scripture, but let me just tell you what it said. It basically said that Moses and Joshua went into the tabernacle of meetings and the pillar of the Lord, the cloud of the Lord fell on them. And, uh, and I just want to encourage you guys to get in that place with God where he can just pour out his presence on you. And it just, his presence so filled them so they could move to the next Step that God had for them. Okay. Luke 24. Verse 1. It says, Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. They went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Now, it's interesting. Sometimes when you go prepared to do something you feel called to do, the place when you arrive, it's no longer the calling for you. These, they went there. They went prepared. They were going to prepare the body. But when they got there, there was a different plan for them. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in the shining garments. They, as they were afraid, uh, then as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth and said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Amen. Amen. And remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of a of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. So what he's saying to them is the prophecy is being fulfilled, but not in the way that you understood because no one understood what he said when he said the son of man must die and be raised in three days. No one understood that. No one got that. They all thought, of course, Peter's like, you know, over my dead body, Jesus is like, it's okay. It's okay. Because, you know, sometimes we try to help God along. 
when we don't understand where he's trying to take us or we don't understand that prophetic word that's been spoken over us. We try to work things out to make it be fulfilled. But he's like, that's okay. I'm bigger than your mind trying to figure this out. I'm bigger than the, uh, how perplexed they were because he came to fulfill what he has promised. And even in the confusion, he will get you on the right track. And then they remembered his words and they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the 11 and to the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. And this is the fun part. And their words seemed to be like idle tales. And they did not believe them. And you know what's interesting? Sometimes when we have that revelation that we just, we just have that revelation and we try to share that revelation with other people that are supposed to be in our tribe, on our team, they're like, you're cuckoo. You're cuckoo. But as you go through the process with them, it's, it goes on and says, but Peter arose and ran to the tomb and stooping down, he saw the linen clothes lying by themselves and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit to get everybody on the same page. Sometimes, you know, when I talk about being on the uh, little rocket with Jesus driving, you guys are like, mm, there she goes. But, you know, what you understand is the whole thought process is Jesus wants to us to grab a hold of him and go through this time of acceleration and fulfillment of what he has promised. There is a prophetic opening right now for fulfillment of things. And I want mine fulfilled. You know, I play tennis and my tennis coach, he says, what is the one thing you always want? And I'm always, I always say to win. And he's like, that is not right. I'm like, oh, I want the ball. I want the ball. It's the same analogy with Jesus. What do you want? I want the ball. I want the ball that he's thrown me to run with, to take it all the way to, you know, as, as uh, Caitlin uh, read that scripture, you know, I'm not looking in the past. I'm pressing on for the prize in which God has called me. I want the ball. I want to hold on. I want to go where you want to take me. I want to step in places that I have no frame of reference for. I have no courage for, but holding on to you, I've got it. Holding on to you, I can get there. This is going to be a fun season for us. Uh, this summer is going to be fun. You're going to be like, I can't believe what God has done. I, I would have never imagined that I would be here today doing what I'm doing six months ago. And that's what's going to happen as we go through the summer and go through the fall. We're going to we're going to be moved into places that we never thought we would get there uh, in this short of time. And um, it's funny because uh, the ladies visiting, they're like, oh, we were we came to your place um, at the old place. I said, well, that was 10 years ago. And, you know, they're part of another place. They just came to visit this morning. But you know what's so funny? It doesn't seem like 10 years ago. But those suddenlies of God that keep getting you in these positions and keep moving you forward, you look back and you're like, man, where we were 10 years ago and where we are now, wow, exactly. We've seen people healed. We've seen people, I mean, we've just seen God do amazing things in positioning us and breaking us through. So uh, this, this 
from what's this? This is April. From May until the end of the year, have your antennas up for the move of God positioning you, moving you, fulfilling you into the places that you've been hungering for and have prophetically been spoken over for many, many years. Yeah. So uh, it's a good season. I don't know where I was in the scripture, but. Oh, we're going to go to verse 44. And as we go to verse 44, you know, I want you guys to think about when Jesus was resurrected, there became the great transfer because everything he had done, he was about to impart not only into his disciples, but in the future of everyone who would come to believe. All power has been given to us. We'll do greater works. He lives in us as we live in him, as he lives in the father that we're all one. All of a sudden, there is a great transfer of everything, of oneness, of the ability to have a, a single relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost every single day as we go, them talking to us, us talking to them, them saying, watch out here, you know, turn here, pray for this person. I mean, everything changed at the resurrection as he prepares us for receiving the Spirit. Uh, Verse 44. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which are written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. He opened their understanding that they they might comprehend the Scriptures. I believe there will be an opening of understanding too. That as we read, there's just like this sudden awareness and revelation of what the word is saying. Then he, then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and raise, to raise from the dead on the third day. And that the repentance and the remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And we have been endued with power on on high. And then he led them out as far as Bethany and lifted up his hands and blessed them. We live under the blessing of God. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Ephesians says that we have every spiritual blessing that we need. He has called us, predestined us, adopted us. He foreknew us. He, I mean, it's all there. And it's just the journey of walking it out with him. And he, like, like the word said to run me, it is not too hard. It may seem difficult at times just because of the circumstances around us. But the peace of Christ supersedes all complexity, all difficulty, whether we have an answer for it or not. When we say, Prince of Peace, give me peace over this situation, we can be in the darkest of night and have the light come in in immediacy because we have declared the Prince of Peace over our situation. Amen? Amen. Amen.
So one more scripture. We're going to go to Romans 8. And then I want to pray over you uh, a word that was released by Chuck Pierce earlier in the week. Romans 8, 31. I don't know if I gave Noah this. I know I thought about it. Uh, I'm actually going to start in verse 28, Romans 8, 28. And it says, and we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That is us. That we, that he might be the firstborn among the brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for all, up for us all, he shall, sorry, he shall, how shall he not be with him also freely give us these things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who he, I'm sorry, who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also written, risen. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Think about that. Jesus makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are all killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Say, I'm more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am not persuaded that neither death, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principles, principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. So I want to pray over us this morning about this season of crossing over and prophetic fulfillment. And if you guys will stand, uh, there was a word released from Chuck Pierce um, that said it is a crossing over season, which uh, I'm like, yeah, that's what I heard too. Crossing over season. And um, let me just read the word to you. And then we're just going to pray. And I know Mariella was talking about that when she was leading worship about just connecting with God and encountering him in what you need this morning. It says, cross over the season, get what we need, keep moving, break in, be restored and prosper. I'm entering in with him today in breaking postponement this week. The Lord says, ask me big. For you have, uh, for you have big to give and now it's time for payback. I am cycling back these things to you. Giving you the past starting today. It's payback. Ask me big. Ask me big. 
So Lord, we're just going to ask you big. And I just want you guys to just take a minute and just think about where is your ask of the Lord? Because this is a season of fulfillment. It's a crossing over into the next place. What is your ask of the Lord? What is that big ask for him today? And Lord, we're just asking you big. It, you have shown us that this is the season of crossing over. This is the season of prophetic fulfillment. This is the season of a great transfer. And each one of us have different things that you're transferring into our possession in, as part of our assignment, as part of our authority, Lord. Each of us have something different, but together it's a kingdom fulfillment. So God, we just thank you for this time where we're going to see this kingdom fulfillment of prophetic promises over us that brings the kingdom into a greater display of your glory, Lord. That each of us, as we carry our peace and we're not afraid to ask big and we're not afraid to step in, that it will be for your greater glory, Lord. It will be to uh, exalt Jesus Christ. It will be able to show others the wonder and the glory and the awe of who you are. So as we know that your word says that it's not too hard for us. We know that the word lives in us. That the power of the spirit is within us. That the body together strengthens us. And as we step into ours, each one of us will be the greater picture for the kingdom in this season, Lord. So God, we just thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We love you. And we know that this is a resurrection season for many things. Prophetic words, dead things come to life, children stepping back into their calling, us moving into a greater expansion and destiny. God, we just thank you that, that this is a kingdom movement in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.